You're listening to the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. The Morning Buzz on 90.3. 90.3. 90.3. 90.3 WMSC. WMSC. WMSC Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair, New Jersey. My name is Kenny Horn. I am from the Thursday Buzz. I am excited to be here for the final buzz. And from our Monday show, we have... Oh. <laughs> well, we're both from the Monday show. Very yeah, that's, true. That's Kyle and Petrina both here from the Monday Buzz. And then who is and also Matt, who's also I'm also on the Monday show. I'm happy. I day. swear we're much more coordinated on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Matt, also on Wednesdays, we're also we have another contributor here today. Hi, Manandaji. And from the Friday Buzz. Yes, I'm the I'm Jake Getz. I'm the co-host on Fridays. It's good to have you guys all here on a lovely Saturday morning. Thank you for joining. I know it's early, but I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. We got a lot of great stories to touch on in the next two hours because the buzz today is two hours. If you didn't uh, know that already, eight to ten. So if you um, have something coming on today, like be sure if you're interested to tune back in later. Man, uh, I was gonna say um, that this is kind of like the the end of Avengers, where all all of them yeah. are coming together. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like for <laughs> like double the length. Double the length. Well, it's it's funny, Matt. You say that too because before the pandemic, we actually were a full two hour show. It's just because of the pandemic, we actually brought it down to an hour. So wow. that's your fun fact of the day here for Vinylthon twenty twenty one. That's little fun fact. Um, but before we kick into any of our stories today. I'm going to throw it over to our newscaster, Petrina, who's going to start off the newscast for today. Petrina? All right. Thank you, Amanda. So uh, in local news, according to uh, CNBC, a tiny deli in New Jersey is making a total of $35,748 in sales for the last two years combined. The Paulsboro in the New Jersey-based hometown deli is valued at $100 in the stock market. Last year, the deli stock market rose from $3.25 a share to $9.25 a share and was last traded for $14 a share. The hometown has reported a total of $600,000 in in expensive from the last year, which was a huge jump from their expenses in 2019, being $154,000. Thanks to selling stocks in 2020, the company has made a net gain cash of $2.2 million. In New Jersey news, according to Politico.com, Governor Phil Murphy began his his third major push for new gun control laws in New Jersey. Uh, Governor Phil Murphy commented on the measures in New Jersey by saying that, quote, perhaps the most sweeping gun violence prevention package in the nation, end of quote. At a conference in Newark, Murphy revealed his proposals, and Murphy's package has hit three different parts, which was passed by the Assembly, but not the Senate. And in national news, according to the New York Times, the global death toll to COVID-19 has almost reached 3 million since the pandemic first started uh, 14 months ago. As of right now, the death toll stands at 2,990,993, while the number of confirmed cases has risen to nearly 140 million. Uh, September 28th, 2020 is when we reached 1 million COVID deaths, and February 21st is when we hit 2 million deaths, which was recorded. Um, the, US, the U.S., Brazil, and Mexico are the countries with the most COVID deaths. And I'm going to throw it to Kenny. 
Yes, yes. That was that was a fantastic newscast, Katrina. It's nice to get to hear you do it because I've never actually <laughs> I've never actually heard you do it. Which yeah, is I would wild. say this is the fun part about doing like a buzz with multiple people from different days of the week. We actually get to hear what other people have to say on certain matters and just like hearing their voice <laughs> on a different day than their own. So this is exciting. But what's also here. exciting is on this Saturday, we also have our two-minute warning, of course. Matt, what's going on in the sports world? I'm Matt Prochet, and here's your two-minute warning. In Montclair State Sports yesterday, the baseball team beat Rutgers Newark 12-2. Montclair also getting multiple wins at the outdoor track and field meet from, Stock from the Stockton Invite. Today, the baseball team will get another look at Rutgers Camden in today's doubleheader. Men's lacrosse will take on Bryn Athen. The softball team looks to take down TCNJ in a doubleheader. And women's lacrosse will be playing Stockton University. Hope you got all of that. In professional sports, in the MLB, young star shortstop for the San Diego Padres, Fernando Tatis was activated off the 10-day injured list yesterday and came back without missing a beat, hitting a home run against the Dodgers. Yesterday, the Yankees lost to the Tampa Bay Rays 8-5 and fall to 5-8 and eight on the season. While yesterday, yet another Mets game was postponed. This time, it wasn't because of COVID. It wasn't because of the rain, but it was actually because of snow in Colorado. The Yankees get another shot at the race today, and the Mets are aiming to play doubleheader, weather permitting. In the NBA yesterday, the Nets beat the Hornets 130-115 to with Kevin Durant and Joe Harris combining for 51 points. And the Knicks beat the Mavericks 117 to 109 in a game where Julius Randle dropped 44 points. The next game for the Nets will be tomorrow against the Heat, while the Knicks play tomorrow against the Pelicans. In the NHL today, the Devils will be taking on the Rangers. The Rangers won the last two matchups between the two, so it'll be interesting to see what happens today. And today, in sports history, in 1947, Jackie Robinson bunted for his first major league hit. And just a few days ago, it was nice to see we had Jackie Robinson Day in the MLB. So all players honored Jackie by wearing number 42 to, to just give him praise. I'll send it back to you guys now. Thank you, Matt, for that lovely sports cast. But for the rest of the day, I know we had hit some hard news in our uh, newscast and such today. Uh, Kenny and I thought it'd be fun to do a little more lighter news on a Saturday, especially during Vinyl Thon today. A little more lighter news, fun news, because I know sometimes the hard news could be a lot. So looking down at our first story here, I think Kyle threw in an interesting one to start off the show. Kyle, you want to tell us what's uh, going on with Daft Punk? That was actually me. Oh, oh, sorry. I saw I saw a K name and I was like, oh, it's Kyle that threw this in. Now Kenny threw talk about it then. Yeah, funnily enough, I've actually never heard Daft Punk. You guys can make fun of me later. So wait, wait, you've never heard Get Lucky? You've heard Get Lucky. You know I said Get Lucky. you guys can make fun of me later. No, like I'm I'm it's not that I'm making fun okay, of you. Okay, so like... now I'm upset I didn't bring my like uh, my get lucky on vinyl because in break today oh. we'll be playing some vinyl for the buzz out there. But I now feel I'm like... upset. <laughs> I, I, I do think we should cover this though because oh, yeah. it's one thing to not be into Daft Punk, but to never have heard a song by them. Yeah, like have you never like gone anywhere? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, no, I, I feel like there was a period. I, I don't know when the music came out. I don't keep up with it. But, like, I don't know. Like, when Get Lucky came out, that was everywhere. Like, if you went to, like, 
Like I can't even like it was everywhere. How'd you not hear it? Yeah, I have no idea what that is. All right. So for the story, it was just released information that a rare Daft Punk vinyl called Discovery sold for $2,380. That's a lot of money. So back in February, when the news broke of their disband of their disbanding, after 28 years after being together, the sales for their music increased by nearly 2,700%. And this included that rare album. It was one of the most expensive records sold on Discogs, which is a record selling website. And back in February, it appeared alongside albums from Led Zeppelin, Motorhead, Pink Floyd, and more. The most expensive piece of vinyl sold by Discogs that day was the album New That Month. It was the album New Horizons by the jazz group, The Sounds of Liberation, which sold for exactly $7,777. So, okay, back to the Daft Punk talk. Yeah. Why? why I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Like, what's the big deal? Okay. Um, well, I'm, I have a lot of questions okay. about the it, record. Because I'm wondering if, is this like, like, I don't know, is this a record for one of their albums that is like, that got published? And like, I don't know, there's something special about the record or like the records, like the songs aren't released like digitally. Okay, like, one of those. Yeah. Well, the normally is oh. decorated with unique artwork and it has, oh. a, and it's, they're cosmic characters, which is another thing I don't get about Daft Punk. They're cosmic characters that appear in the music videos that accompanied Discovery. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a rare pressing. That's why. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and Daft Punk did recently break up, as the thing noted. So I guess all their stuff is just going up in value, which is good um, for them. I didn't know they've because... been a thing for like thirty years. Oh yeah, they're they're old. Like I know, like that that was they did the faster, better, stronger stuff, and that's like early two thousands, uh, right? I don't know what that is either. You know, bait. I I don't know. I don't I, I I forget the song, but I know it was big in the early two thousands. I I forget the order of like the lyrics, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, At least I'm pretty sure I do. Um, I Daft Punk isn't usually my like main source of music i feel like i need to play some daft punk for kenny now like I, yeah no so like i feel like i mean i'm not like a huge daft punk fan either but like i know daft punk like come on yeah no like i don't know most of their songs like i i don't think i've ever listened to like an album like all the way through i don't even think i've ever like listened to them on like a streaming platform i have them all pulled up in uh in our <laughs> next gen right now to see if, if, if we want to play like a little snippet for kenny should we play a little snippet honestly let's go all right vinyl thon vinyl there you go we'll <laughs> play a little snippet though because we are on facebook right now and you know that would be oh yeah really good. walking on ice there we are walking on ice so i don't know do we do it let's do it it's vinyl thon <laughs> I, I think we get like a 10 second window before it becomes a problem all right, do it for exactly nine seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe when we go to commercial break, we will play okay, a little bit. Okay. So, so we we are so we could be a little safe for that. But I just I don't know. Like I think I'm more blown away. And I forget about the vinyl for a second, and that like it sells for that amount. I I'm more concerned that Kenny hasn't even heard like two seconds of a test. <laughs> I have no clue what it is. Patrina, Daji, either of you, 
Daft Punk Matt, people. you too. I've definitely, I've definitely heard of a Daft Punk. I mean, I'm not like so. I don't think they're like unknown to me, but I mean, I've, I've, I've heard at least one song. Oh. <laughs> I actually love um Daft Punk because I like that type of music. But um, ironically, the Wii they used to have just dance. There was like multiple dances with Daft Punk. Okay. So have you ever played that. just dance? That's funny. Yeah, have you played Just Dance? <laughs> me? Uh-uh. I cannot dance for the life of me. Come on. But yeah, Neither but Just Dance tells you how to do it. That's like the point of the game. That's... It's to yeah. dance. <laughs> dance in so front of your TV man. with like the Wii controller in your hand being like, ah, yay. Have you ever seen somebody <laughs> play Just Dance? It's not, it's not, it cannot be described as dancing. Penny, what? I can't <laughs> dance and I still hold the record for Billie Jean on my family. <laughs> <laughs> Why play Just Dance when you can play like something better? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, one the, I'm one of the people that take Just Dance way too seriously. You gotta do oh, yeah. Just Dance, and then you got like Dance Dance Revolution or something, or like. <laughs> well, but if you, if that's like way past your speed, there's always like Wii Fit, and that's how you could also exercise in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> do your little exercise in front of your video game i feel like that was like what uh video game companies were like we're getting told people need to go outside more and exercise all right here we go here's just dance so let's keep them <laughs> <We> inside <laughs> literally um but uh yeah I, I mean if we're going back to looking at this vinyl i mean i think it's kind of cool that like i mean they just kind of disbanded so i think this is kind of cool that like you can get this record but I, I don't know if i'd buy it unless there was something really cool about it i i don't know about you guys maybe. it has a unique artwork on it yeah i don't know yeah that's a know. lot of my records are already expensive you know yeah i don't i don't know if i can like, cough that up very easily it's kind of crazy yeah. especially was- for like daft punk because i feel like i don't know does anybody like love daft punk? I, I don't know i don't want to i don't know you might be offending dodgy right <laughs> yeah i'm gonna no but i would never like, pay that amount though that, right? that's too like, high like you could like them but like well i'm not mm-hmm. saying you could feel however you want about it but i feel like most people like i don't know enjoy them but it's it's i don't think many people stand daft punk you know i think if you're gonna like, throw that much at an album it's gotta be an album that you like cover to cover and i mean like cover to cover yeah i mean i i like i think you know a lot of people like albums for artwork and i could say i like artwork too on albums but like i'm not gonna just buy it because like oh this is kind of cool artwork and i like no one song on here you know what i mean yeah but also like this person could be a collector i'm looking at the cover of the yeah, uh, record, Jacob, do you uh, do you have the cover up? Because if so, we could allow anybody that's watching on oh, Facebook. God, I could try. Um, get screen share permissions on there. Yeah, and like I don't know, uh, it says the host is disabled, but um, it's nothing special in my opinion. Let's like, see. It. So for... I can't see the actual vinyl. It's just the. Well, I'm sure the the actual vinyl itself isn't. Yeah, well. People are getting so more fancy you, with that. Yeah, this is what it looks like. It's just like an anime. Wait, that's actually what it looks like? Yeah, this is I it. Thought that that was an ad. Discovery. No, it's this is it. Oh, the, it's yeah, just an really anime screenshot. I don't know what anime this is. I'm not a weed. Um, it's very different than, you know, how the actual album cover looks. Yeah, apparently there's the back. It's the blue people. Bad. 
some Smurfs. Yeah, so somebody paid two thousand dollars for this. I didn't expect that to be what it was. Like yeah, the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's. The, yeah, some people are into that. <laughs> I, I guess I just thought it was going to be something like really artsy as the cover. And like, I mean, like that's something I could just screen yeah. off my phone. And that's where I would say with that. I mean, it really doesn't fit their aesthetic. Is, yeah, that's aren't what they I'm like robot from. people? <laughs> I don't know. We <laughs> think it'd be like robots or something. Okay, but let's, let's, so we could wrap up the story. Let's take a final poll. Would you, if you had the money just laying around, you weren't really doing anything with it, would you buy the record? I personally would not. Not this one. Maybe if it was like a band that I truly love. And also another big thing I have to say here is maybe if it was a smaller band. Staff Punk has enough money, you know? <laughs> if it's like you know a band what? that like is a small record, small, they're just torn, they're just trying to vibe. I would, and I really love the record and they had something special about it. I, I Maybe I'd throw the unfortunate that thing kind is, of money I if I had a, it. I don't think a local band would actually even sell it for that much, which is kind of sad oh yeah that's true known. um i think it's only going for that price because it's daft punk if that right. makes any sense but uh everybody else kyle patrina daji kenny matt what do you think are you buying this record personally no but i will say i do like like the general aesthetic of the art it's got a very um 90s or 80s anime style to it which okay. is very different from what you see today personally i wouldn't buy it because I don't think just the artwork is enough to justify that purchase. Like Jake said, if it was like a band I knew more about, then I might be up for consideration. Fair. So wait, Kyle, because we know you're a Shinedown fan. Would it, if it was a Shinedown record, are you buying it? I mean, I think that's out of the question. It's a definite <laughs> yes. Petrina, Daji? Yeah, well, I would not buy it for two thousand, especially if I only listened to the to the band once, like Kyle said. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm not like I wouldn't buy it for the artwork. I would buy it for like the music that I like. So if it was like somebody that I liked, then yeah, I would maybe. Okay. But Fair. depends. Yeah, no, I would not buy it. <laughs> That's too expensive. Um, and honestly, the artwork, I feel like. I'm sorry. I feel like somebody else could do it or like I could even do it. Like it, it doesn't, yeah. it's not rocket science. Like I would not pay that amount just for that. Um, and yeah, like Kyle was saying, same thing as Petrina as well. Like only if I extremely love them, um, will I get, you know, the vinyl, but no. All right. I think that's fair. Kenny. All right. Listen. Okay. So you want to? If take you just a... had the money lying around, okay, like it's not going to affect you. Why not? But when is <laughs> money going to be lying around? I mean, I don't. Oh, know. it's never going <laughs> for to you. Be. That's the situation. It's a hypothetical. <laughs> this is the hypothetical. Why not? Um, you could buy two better records. Yeah. Instead, I actually or like maybe reason. even three if we're talking two thousand dollars. Because I mean, can I can give one reason why I wouldn't buy this now, looking at the art again. And yeah. now, I am an artist, and I don't mean to discredit anybody, but if you look at the album art, the guy's arm looks a little noodly, almost like mm. it's lacking bones, so it's kind of throwing me off now. Mm. Kyle's bringing that art background in. <laughs> Wrecked. He's like, I, I don't know. But, it is but, looking a little noodly. Full disclaimer, I cannot draw hands or arms either, so I 
have no right to discredit anyone. Yeah, the other guy has a good hand. You know what? I'll take it because I, I draw strict people. So you know what? It's okay. <laughs> if you could draw, there you go. <laughs> but uh, I think we've all agreed basically at this point. Um, I don't know, Matt. Are you still here with us? Do you want to? Do you have? Yeah, I'm here. I, I I just I don't have any feelings about Daft Punk, so I probably would not buy it. <laughs> Alrighty. So I think we've all Why decided we would not buy it except Kenny. It's if ironic. Money lying around, he'll just buy yeah, it for the meme. Um, do it for the meme. But you know what? You know, I'm sure there's somebody out there that, besides Kenny, that also really would like to buy it. And there you go. It's That's ironic that I'm I'm the one that says yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> you never Ke- even heard Kenny that. would be like, well, Kenny that's because like, he's I never got heard this Daft album Punk. from this indie band called Daft Punk. You probably never heard of them. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on from our vinyl story to kick off the vinyl buzz today here at 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. So, next story we got here for you all today. This was one I found, and it freaked me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. What are your guys' thoughts on snakes? No. <laughs> I think snakes are cool, but um, I wouldn't want to get too close to one. Unless I knew it wasn't, like, going to bite me. <laughs> I think they're the scariest creature you can come across. You don't know what they can do. Next to spiders. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I was going to say, have you, like... Like, what about tarantulas? Spiders for me, no. I, I don't really care about spiders that much, depending on the size, but snakes are a no for me. <laughs> How many tarantulas have you come across that you're like... <laughs> I don't know, but they, they still exist. They're out there. When a spider has yeah. hair, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Mm, like hate that. Okay, so me personally, I, I agree with Petrina. Like, snakes are really scary. I also don't like sharks and alligators, but that's a story for another day. But anyway... So according to AP News, a Sydney man, so Sydney, Australia, finds a snake in lettuce bought at the supermarket. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> Alex White thought he was watching a huge worm withering in a plastic wrapped lettuce he just brought home from a Sydney supermarket until a snake tongue flicked. He's like, I completely freaked out. I saw this little tongue come out of his mouth and uh, start flicking around and realizing it was a snake because worms don't have tongues, White said on Thursday. Uh, he said it was it was a venomous, pale-headed snake that authorities say made an 80-70 kilometer journey to Sydney from a packing plant in the Australian city of, I'm going to butcher this name, Toowoomba, wrapped in plastic with two heads of cost lettuce. Oh man, that's pretty crazy. I was gonna say, had it survived that whole time, I was like, oh wait, it had food with it. Yeah, it had lettuce. <laughs> yeah, it had lettuce. It was just chilling on that. But like, that's I don't amazing. know. I would have. I work at a supermarket, and I know if I like was just putting out the lettuce, and I saw a snake, I would be like running for the hills. I'd be like, peace. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, it isn't a bag. You know, so it's like it won't hurt you. I'm wondering how he survived in there. I mean, I know you said he's eating the lettuce, but like, he's like the yeah. I'm sure the plastic would low key like like suffocate him. I'm pretty it. sure lettuce packaging has little holes in it. Oh, true. Oh yeah, probably does. I don't know. He he looks a little scary. I'm not a fan. I'm gonna a little. I'm but not. When, when he bought the the lettuce, he saw he thought it was a worm at first. He bought it thinking there was a worm. Yeah, in it. I was gonna say that. Oh, well, there's a worm. Any... It's cool. Yeah. Oh worm. yeah, that's fine. You're gonna buy it? Wouldn't you want to like trade that out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool little two foot worm. That's unique. 
<laughs> that might add an interesting zest to the lettuce. And this is why I will never move to Australia. Uh, so oh, yeah. for anyone I want to go to Australia. For oh. anyone that's tuning in on Facebook, there is a picture in AP News, and here is the snake. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube later, uh, it's for anyone that's just listening though, it's just a snake that's like literally in the lettuce. But like I said earlier, it looks like it's like suffocating him. So my question is like how? But apparently Kenny's pretty sure that like lettuce has that little like little holes to poke out and maybe that's how he was breathing but i don't know that definitely does not look like a worm to me uh <laughs> i don't know about you guys but hey there are some weird worms out there i don't know and once again species. this is australia so anything's possible but uh, that is very true i think patrina brings up a good point if you saw a worm why are you buying it still like i wouldn't buy it exactly well protein it says in the yeah. article that he was watched. He thought it was a worm on the plastic wrap lettuce he just brought home. So maybe he didn't notice it until then. It's yeah. low in calorie. It's protein. Yeah, low in calories. Those worms. Gotta get protein where you can. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When you thought Amanda that it, this this snake was suffocating, I think snakes can like survive in like like closed spaces. Because I know they do need, like, warmth and stuff. Like, uh, so, I mean, I saw a video of somebody actually purchasing a snake. And so it came in, like, a big box with styrofoam layered on it. And then it came in, like, a little plastic container with, like, I think, like, some sort of confetti stuff in there. And, like, so I was like, oh, wow, it's, like, literally in a little container where you put salad or something. But I'm, I'm just guessing that, like, snakes can survive in, like, little spaces, you know? Also, can't they survive like without their head? Is that something? That's, or is that um, I think wrong? that's a. Is that like a lizard? Lizards can't survive without their tails or something. Like they, cause they grow them back or something like that. Chickens. Without and... their head? Yeah. yeah. Chickens can survive. For I months did not know that. Without their head. Really? Yeah, extremely long time. What? Do you think he kept the snake? No. Well, I do want to add, not about the keeping the snake thing, because they did call, um, they did call like an animal handler, like a rescue organization, obviously to get the snake out of the guy's house. But I do want to note too that this wasn't an Aldi, so this is a supermarket chain we all know. Oh by the way, um, and this man just wanted to go home, make a salad after he got his lettuce at Aldi, and he came home to a snake. See, this is why I don't eat salad. <laughs> yeah. It's the exact reason why. I know. I feel like I feel like people that like snakes um, are like a different type of cool. Like one of my friends, she has a snake, and she like talks about the snake like it's a dog or a cat. It's like (laughs) it's bizarre to me. So if the guy took the snake home and he's just like happy with it, he either either killed it, ate it, or um, it might be possible he's trying to sue all these or something. Yeah, fry up That's the snake. That's true. Yeah, um, you could do it. Yeah, I know. Eat it up like spaghetti. I know personally. Apparently, it's more like chicken nuggets. Like the way it pans out, you cut it up and you fry them, and like I don't know. Oh, I, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I know personally. I would uh like I, Kenny was saying the whole thing. This is why I don't eat salads. I personally probably would never eat a salad again if I saw a snake. Probably in my in my salad. Oh yeah, the I, trauma. I've never eaten a salad in general. So. <laughs> but it's and another important thing to note in this article too. It does say that I did mention that the snake was venomous. So if this guy Ooh. got bit, he had to go to the hospital real fast. 
That would have looked so bad for all these. <laughs> Public relations disaster right there. You know, my parents, when were the, the town that they were growing up, it's Carney in New Jersey, there's this guy around their age who, he was called Snake Man because he owned like two dozen snakes. Oh, man. It's never. crazy. And like, and police would get involved because you're technically not allowed to own that many snakes or something in that city. It's a whole big thing. But wow. he, Snake Man. Yeah. I could never crazy. sleep at night knowing there's a snake in my house. See, no. I think he thrived upon that. Nope. Would not work for me. I would not be able to have a snake as a pet. Nope. Nope. What if it was Wait, like, a, no. like a non-venomous one? Nope. No, it sounds nope. kind of cool. Especially it's gonna, if it's, it's like a big one that's all like it's gonna I don't kill. know. I could have a snake as a pet. I would never do it, but I maybe think... if I can't, like... Uh, so go ahead. I don't know. Like, maybe if, like, I feel like the rules on, like, dogs and cats might be a bit, like, more restricted in some, like, I don't know, apartments or something. But, like, a snake, like, what's a snake going to do? What's a snake going to mess up? They don't have arms. So, like, they're not going to break anything. Okay, but when was the last time you heard a cat kill somebody? Um... Are we counting tigers or not? No. I guess not. Um, I don't know. I don't think the snake would kill me if I... Like, if I don't know. Venomous. I don't think I'd get a snake that could kill me. You know, I've, I don't know. I've always had the fear of a snake when they're so long wrapping around my, my neck and just choking me. That was always yes. a fear of mine. Uh, I, saw I don't know. Are they that strong? I don't Maybe know. some of them are. I mean, but like, I don't think any a scarf and it's okay. Wouldn't you I, see it coming? Not if you're asleep. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or I saw oblivious. A, I think it was a thing Have on like tum Tumblr years ago or something. Like that it was I know Tumblr. I feel like I'm like dating myself now. <laughs> um, but uh <laughs> there was a thing that this woman woman was like, Oh, my snake's not eating, but like it would cuddle up next to her at night and it was literally sizing her up to eat. Like, and they found out like she brought her to brought the snake to the vet, and it was like, This is what the snake's trying to do. Like, no, that's not cool. And why are you letting it out of the cage at night is what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I, would be, I, would see, I would be so, thing. like, emotionally wounded if that happened to me. <laughs> right? If, like, my snake is trying to eat me and, like, he's planning it, too. Like, actively about plan that. it. Like, I would, I, I don't know. I'd send it back to, like, the shelter or something. Just <laughs> out, of, out of spite. See, and there you go. And that's why I wouldn't have a snake, period. Because then I wouldn't have to send it back. I'm good. I'm good. Send I'm good it back to cat. Florida, where it most likely came from. Mm. Well, <laughs> the gators and all. The gators and all hang out together. Yeah. Florida's America's Do, do alligators eat snakes? I would assume so, right? I mean, somebody has to. Somebody. I think they enjoy a good pasta dish from time to time. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And with that, um, we're going to take a quick break here on 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. If you're interested in staying tuned, we'll be back with more news and vinyl coming up. Hello, we are back here at 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. If you are tuned in right now, you are listening to the Saturday Buzz, which sounds so weird, but it is Vinyl Thon 2021. So excited to be here very early on a Saturday morning with some friends from the week, uh, Kenny, Kyle, Jake, Katrina, Daji, and of course we had Matt that joined us earlier. And right now, we if you were just listening on the radio waves, we were just playing some Led Zeppelin 4 Sticks off of Led Zeppelin 4. 
I have my whole vinyl or part of my vinyl collection here today. So I'm hoping to spend some more songs throughout the rest of the day. Obviously, if you're tuned in for the buzz, there's other programming that happens the rest of the day today. Uh, for more information on that, if you're interested, it's all posted on our social media pages on what it shows you can catch throughout the rest of the day. I know I'll be spinning from 3 to 5 p.m. today, some rock, maybe some theater, all that kind of stuff. So and I will also be joined by uh, the morning, the old Morning Buzz producer from last semester, Ryan Trick, and he will also maybe be joining us later in the buzz today. But for right now, what do we have going on next? Who has the next story here? I've got the next story. So the last one is about animals. So let's take it back to animals for this one. So a woman in Krakow, Poland, she called animal, animal welfare to find out that there's this animal stuck in a tree for two days and the residents in the area were afraid to open their windows because they were worried it'd go into their house. So animal rescuers, they come over they come over to Krakow and they look in and they go to the report of the dangerous looking creature, the dangerous beast, and they find out it was a croissant. That's all. How does that happen? I love odd news. <laughs> How does that happen? Um, I don't know. Croissants? They could be hit or miss. It was you know? there for two days. Oh well, if it's two day old, they, they definitely. Well, that's not my point. That's that's not, that's not my <laughs> point. Honestly, I've I've like seen a garbage bag in the form of like a raccoon in the night, you know. So mm -hmm. I can see how they misunderstood. But that's a not croissant. Time. <laughs> what kind of guess it is? It's a croissant. It was there for two days. Nobody noticed it. I'm just well, they noticed it. Yeah, not correctly. Good point. Good point. Yeah. No, they're afraid. They're afraid it's gonna. I don't know. Give them a yeast infection or something. Is that how that works? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like maybe you saw it from far away, and it's hard to tell. Maybe you know, like in the forest, you see something unfamiliar. And also, wait, hold up. What was What's a croissant doing in a tree in the forest? Like. No, this isn't in the forest. This is in, like oh. in a city. Someone just got a little hungry. Is that too hard? <laughs> Somebody like oh, they throw missed their, their mouth a by window? a long shot. Like, did they just like, like, quarterback throw this like croissant? Like, the, the, they guessed that somebody wanted to feed the birds. So they just threw a whole. Croissant. So they threw a whole croissant. I'm <laughs> whole guessing. Croissant. I'm really guessing that someone really wanted a muffin and then someone handed them a croissant, so they just threw it. Yeah, so mad. <laughs> they were just like, are you kidding me? What do I look like to you? I mean, if they uh, wanted to feed the birds, I feel like I feel like there's an invention or that or like oh, there's yeah, something birds. that exists for that purpose specifically. Snake I forget horse. exactly what it's called. It's like a bird food dispenser or something. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here, but... I thought you were talking about like snake lettuce. No, no, I was talking about yeah, a bird feeder. Feed birds with uh, <laughs> snake lettuce. I'm sure that's very nutritional. It's... I just, I just want to know what kind of animal they mistaken it for. Like, what kind? Exactly. What animal would pop to mind that would be like, oh, that's an animal. I should can be concerned. Here's the thing: it's a croissant. That means it doesn't move. It was in the exact same spot. Maybe it thought it was like a really big snail. How? Or maybe it did think? move, and that's why everybody was so concerned. How would a croissant move, Kyle? The wind? I don't know. Wind? 
Yeah. I mean, it was in a tree, so I wouldn't put it out of the way. But like, no. Okay. Oh my bad. I no. was gonna say, no, how about go. the I'm squirrels? Like, squirrel. you know, yeah. What kind of squirrels where, where you were the squirrels? At? I I just know squirrels go squirrels up trees, so I'm wondering why they didn't take the croissant. Yeah. That's oh, true. they meant they wanted to miss. They mistook it for her squirrel. Yeah, my my uh, squirrels in my neck of the woods always love going for the croissants, but they're also fans of the muffin and the bagel. So I don't know. <laughs> it's whatever gets offered to them, I guess. Though. Well, I don't get it. I I'm baffled. How? First of all, does it get there? And second of all, Probably how does nobody take notice that it is not an animal? It does. It's a croissant. It doesn't move. Okay. So personally, I cannot make out an animal from this. But then again, I read the article and it said croissant. So I knew what to expect. And I think oh, that's my why. Wait, that hold up. That looks I terrifying. Jake, that looks Jake, insane. Uh, when you pull that up? Uh, um, I believe so. You got it. I think so. You see it? Come on, that looks like a tapeworm or like something. That okay. looks. I will terrifying. That look weird. But here's I, the thing. Here's I could see thing. it as more of like a nest than an actual animal. Okay. Or like some sort of weird growth that happens here, in nature. Here's the thing, though. It didn't move for two days, and nobody got the idea to like actually like look into it. I mean, also like. Even if it was an animal, let's take it for if it was an animal or something. Like, it's dead then. Like, just take the hint. Yeah. And how's that thing jump to a window? It doesn't have legs. Yeah. I just, I'm I'm assuming somebody was just saving it for later. (laughs) (laughs) Is Poland cold this time of year? Maybe it's refrigeration. But mm. how is it stuck there? Like it's even in a vertical position. It so looks it's like, like it's like lodged in the trees, branches. I'm telling that's you, that's even more interesting. Like who like, put it there? I'm telling you, someone was mad they didn't get their muffin, their chocolate chip muff- muffin, <laughs> and they threw it out the window. And they're like, I don't want a chocolate chip croissant. But are you yes. really gonna pass up a free pastry, even if it's they not top your list? I mean, croissants are very different than other pastries, though. Very if you're not into, if you're not into that, I mean, like. Personally, I wouldn't waste a croissant like that. You know? What is this yeah. conversation? Don't have a neighbor that you can give it to. I mean, I wouldn't do that because neighbors are weird. But like, yeah, it's... cousin, you can call up. <laughs> I I've got nothing. I have no yeah. idea. What Moral of the story: Don't waste croissants. <laughs> There are a finite amount of croissants in the world. We need to preserve them. We do. But speaking of pastries, I have a much weirder place to find a pastry than in a tree. How does this relate at all? Like, this is the weirdest thing. Oh, just you wait. (laughs) You think finding a croissant in a tree is weird. What if you found a donut in a funeral home with a body in it? (laughs) Yes. So in New Zealand, um, this I, I go- hated every little bit of that. Every little bit. Glad, I'm I'm happy to disappoint. <laughs> but so this man, uh, this man Ross Hall's cousin, recently passed away, and um, during the ceremony, they instead of bringing him in in a normal wooden 
casket or box or coffin. Uh, they brought him in in a coffin shaped like a cream-filled donut. Except is that what this is supposed to be? We have a picture. Yes. Do you want to you want to share that? Or? Yeah, I could share it. Okay. It looks more like um a hot dog. Yeah, I, it, the shape spaghetti. was a little off to me, but I looking at it, I could see, you know, it is in fact a donut. But uh, this is a business that this man, Ross Hall, has uh, that he's been working on for 15 years where he makes um, more uniquely Wait, awesome. or unconventionally designed coffins. Uh, other examples uh, would be a f- um, fire truck, sailboat, stuff like that. And the idea came to him when he was thinking about um, his own death. Uh, specifically how he wanted to go out. And he said he didn't want to, he wanted to go out in a unique way. So he quote, uh, so I would put in my will that I want a box with red flames on it, end quote. Admittedly, um, bit of a different step between a painted box and one that looks like a donut. But I mean, that's what brought him into this idea. And uh, six months after he had that initial thought, he went to funeral homes pitching this idea and they were skeptical, but eventually they gave in. Do we have the image, into it. Jake? Oh, wait, you guys don't have it? No, oh, we can't. you were sharing, so we didn't, I didn't know if you were sharing. Uh, I thought I was. Oh, wait, oh, no, you're did good. I not? Oh, now yeah, we're one here. Of the, those are some of them, yeah. This but is there's... the big one. This is the one that the story is about. <laughs> oh, goodness. So for there's... any uh, people that are just tuning in and listening on the airwaves, uh, it's it's a coffin that's shaped in a pastry. It's supposed to be a jelly donut. I think it looks like a hot dog. I think so, too. But like instead of a hot dog, it's like spaghetti. It's a spaghetti <laughs> hot dog, like for my Carly. It looks like, uh, like those fancy Italian pastries that are like more of like it's not like a cannoli, but it looks like something I don't know. Like, yeah, something just, of that this nature. This looks so wrong coming out of a hearse, though, and it looks really odd. Yeah. So this is some stuff we got: a Lego coffin. We got this cool hollow coffin, which is awesome. Okay, I, I, I like this. I'm gonna take a stance on this though. This this discussion. I think this is cool in a sense. But here's the other thing. How also, much do these? Power. How much do these cost? Did they say that, Kyle? Because yes, like, yeah, depending like, on what it is, they can cost anywhere between three thousand and seven hundred and seventy five three thousand and seventy five hundred New Zealand dollars, or about twenty one hundred to fifty four hundred in our currency. Okay. So my my thing with this is most people I know, the average person, when they pass, they don't typically have a ton of money to their name. And funerals are expensive. And so to me, you're going to spend a ton of money on a coffin you're going to see once. I understand the idea of like, oh, if someone was really into boating, like they want to do like boating around it or if they really like building things like Legos and stuff like that's That's cool. I get it. But like to me, it's you're gonna see it at a wake, maybe, and then it's just gonna go in the ground. Right. True. Yeah. I I for one am one hundred percent on board with this, but I think it's less of the being able to see it, and it's more of like a psychological thing. Because he also said uh, in the article, uh, "quote People now think it's a celebration of life rather than a morning of death." Oh. Uh, end quote. So it's more yeah. of a make it less. Sad. Heavy, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess there, 
I guess if you take the idea of like there's like you know how you like you'll go to awake and you sometimes stick things into the coffin like you stick like pictures or jewelry or something like that to like to remember the person like I guess that's kind of the same kind of thing because you're never gonna see it again it's just gonna go on the ground it's like the premise of it I guess is like like the the idea that you kind of have like left something personality something that that person meant a lot to that but i don't know i can't just see spending like that much money on it if that makes any sense here's the thing why not i mean it's the same thing with the vinyl record earlier you're gonna spend that much on it it's like the same price you guys you want a coffin or you want a vinyl record there you go who's it gonna affect like i don't know about you guys but do you want a vinyl record or a cool coffin i don't cool know coffin, i don't 100%. know i just like the cool co- especially that hollow one. Oh, oh, also, it's actually gonna look cool also as a um a little like i don't know asterisk or something but all the coffins uh made are biodegradable so oh, they go space. with the earth the only one oh. that is not and the only one that he ha- uh, that hall has gotten back was the um jelly donut one from his cousin which he said he would never throw out or give away because. Wait, so the guy's buried in a regular coffin then? Uh, yes. He when uh, it the was point? time. So, for... yeah, I was gonna say, what's the point? Then? Well, he's like his cousin is the only one I think so far who has been put into a regular coffin. Like all the other ones are buried or cremated along with bodies, but this one itself was specifically changed out. I will say it does give a lighter mood if you're going to have a wake, I guess, if that makes any sense. Like, you know how, like, there's this post that kind of goes around every few years that's like, I hope at my wake someone will come and, like, dress as the Grim Reaper or, like, play, like, heavy rock or something, like, to to just, like, live my legacy. I see that post every few years, and I'm just like, this is so cool, and I feel like this is the way to, like, lighten the mood. Like, forget your tears. Let's look at my Lego coffin. Like, I don't know. You said there was a fire truck one? Oh yeah, wait. Did it come there with was. sirens? Because that'd be cool. Hold <laughs> up. So when it's coming out of the hearse, it's like it's like Wee. <laughs> oh, I... it, you know it does come with a siren. Wait, really? Yeah, check this out. Let's um, see. Oh yeah, I see it. Oh, that's so cool. All right, for anybody. Yeah, the siren can, and the uh, ladder. Facebook. And listening in, this is the fire truck. It has a little ladder on top, too. It has, it's like, got wheels, too. Just oh, my God. You could get rolled up. Pull Actually, up to the that makes it a lot easier. You don't need pallbearers anymore. You just roll it down the aisle. Roll it up. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Sliding into the fear. Well, <laughs> I, for one, am 100% down with this idea. And, and later in life, of course. I'm definitely <laughs> hopefully gonna consider this, but I, I want to ask all of you like, <laughs> if you had the money lying around, oh, here comes the lying <laughs> question again. <laughs> if you had the choice and had the money, what what would your custom one be like? What would what would your it's gonna sound weird, but ideal coffin sound uh, look like? Hmm. <laughs> this is lovely. This conversation. <laughs> okay, so. I like that hollow one. Here's some light news on a Saturday morning. What is your coffin? Yeah, what's not? This is. I don't know. I feel like these are cool. I like the spirit. I like the spirit of these. Yeah, but they're kind of uh, kind of garish. They're kind of toyish. Like they almost kind of look like something you'd see in a toy store. Like I don't know. I I wish he took it a bit more seriously. Like 
you know, like I like the idea of maybe not being buried in something so like, you know, like a dock and like scary, but like, I don't know, like a fire truck. I don't want to be buried in a fire it, truck, you know. I mean, it kind who of wants to be buried in a fire truck? I mean, oh, I, I maybe guess if you're the a guy who did. Um, it kind of works if you have a, a child death though, as well. Like, oh like, yeah, a kid that was like maybe a few years old and like he liked fire trucks a lot. And wanted to yeah, I guess that's that. true. Yeah, but I'm I mean, thinking about me, and I've made it past that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't mean others do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but imagine they say that the parents are negligent or something if they end up getting a fire truck, like, you know, casket for their child. I mean, oh. it's not like anybody, it's not like anybody's forcing them to do this. I'm pretty sure anybody who got a coffin like this did it of their own volition. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd hope so. Expense so, I, I'd it's say forced, you must bear. <laughs> I feel like people would be very like on the edge of it. It's either people that are really for it or people that are just like, oh no, that shouldn't be the way it is, you know? Right. Why not? There's there's gonna I know there's gonna be people that are gonna, gonna be naysayers. But and want to traditionalists. I would never do it, but <laughs> why not? I would honestly either either do an avocado, a taco, <laughs> or I would legit like start decorating my casket or something and then be yeah. like when i die here you go you know make it customizable Ooh, that sounds yeah. better. just come in put stickers on it before yeah. you know in advance i would want one shaped like an acoustic guitar with the middle open so like when you drop your pick in there and you can't get it out and that's where i would lay are there strings too that's so there would be strings going across it, yeah. Oh my so god, like uh, the nightmare as well. Christmas. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, would you want somebody to play a song with your casket? I don't yes. think I think no. I would mess up Stairway the acoustics. So oh my god, not Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> and I do want to say one more thing um, before we wrap this story up. Um, while through working on this business uh, from his initial thought to now uh, Hall said he has had different ideas about how he wanted to be buried so he's done away with the box of red flames and instead told his children that he wants to be buried in a clear glass box Uh, will they go through with it remains to be seen I was actually curious about that Yeah. well there's some other qualifications to his burial that uh his he said his kids aren't going to go along with but i don't know if i can say that on air qualifications is it really that bad what well it's i know you can't talk about like um i don't know i don't want to talk about it because i'm not supposed to say i'm very wary if i can say it i probably it's nothing really that bad there's no way it can be that bad no it's just like the attire but i don't know it's Less than normal attire. Okay, so we're gonna, oh. we're gonna just wrap up in a different <laughs> oh. way then. It's nice. at the very end of the article if you want to read yep, it. Yep, yep. If anyone's interested, this was pulled from 8P News, so we could, uh, if anybody wants to go back for that. But uh, while well, as we are wrapping up the story, we're gonna take another quick break here on 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. This is Vinyl Dawn 2021. Stay tuned. And we are back. Of course, yes, it is Vinylthon 2021. This is 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. And if you were just listening on the airwaves, we were just playing Shine a Little Light by the Black Keys. 
And if you're watching on Facebook, there is the album. We are spinning vinyl during our breaks today as well as throughout the rest of the day. But right now, this is the two-hour-long morning buzz. And here we are. What do we have next, guys, coming up? We have, up next, we have a newscast again from Daji. Yes, Daji, it is take it away. It's hour. So, Daji. So, good morning. My name is Daji here at 80.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, and here's your newscast. A year into the pandemic has brought a spike in violence in Haiti. The AP says that there is a wave of kidnappings and deaths that are currently victimizing impoverished people because of political and socioeconomic issues within the country. Local news, a woman in California, Liliana Carrillo, admitted to killing her three children last weekend to save them from what she said would be a lifetime of sexual abuse. Reports from AP are that Carrillo has alleged that the father is part of a sex trafficking ring. The Californian mom claimed she wanted to protect her kids from their father amid a hostile custody battle. Carrillo has not yet been charged in the children's death and the investigation remains ongoing. Here in Jersey, Fairleigh Dickinson joins Rutgers and several universities in requiring a full vaccination against COVID-19 before returning to campus this fall. Students must upload a copy of their vaccination card to register for fall courses. The requirement extends to all students on campus for living arrangements, class, or any other in-person activities, with the exemption of those with medical or religious reasons when warranted. Currently in the Montclair area, it is a high 45 degrees. We are currently expecting a high 57 degrees with partly cloudy skies and a low 41 degrees later tonight. This has been your newscast with Dodgy here at 90.3 WMSC up from Montclair. Thank you, Daji, for that newscast. All right. We are off, and we have a story from Jake that he threw into our script today. Jake, take it away. Hi. Okay, sorry. So, get this. Scientists have created early embryos that are part human, part monkey. So... Thousands of people die every year in the United States waiting for organ transplants, right? That's bad. Uh, so in recent years, some researchers in the U.S. have gone, uh, have been injecting human stem cells into sheep and pig embryos to see if they might eventually be able to grow human organs in such animals for, trans for transplants. And the pig and sheep weren't working so they went for a monkey and after just one day they were able to detect human cells growing in 132 of the embryos and were able to study the embryos for up to 19 days uh, that enabled the scientists to learn more about how animal cells and human cells communicate an important step towards eventually being helping researchers find new ways to grow organs for transplantation in other animals um i thought this story it's pretty wild. Uh, ah, ha, ha, ha. Pretty wild. We love that. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why they didn't try monkeys first. Yeah, you think they would have gone for that? I don't know. Maybe there's something about pig and sheep that, like, make them convenient. Well, like, I don't know. Aren't 
technically, and I'm not a scientist or study science or anything, so someone please correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't we technically, like, when you look at the evolution of people, like, we're technically formed from, like, a monkey? Yes. Yeah. 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 No, yes. we are. So, this makes kind of sense. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't want to see a sheep or pig. Like, I would, it would make sense that it's a monkey. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You think they would have gone for that first? But I, I don't know. It's crazy that they're just messing around with, with that. the biology of sheep and pigs. That's slightly maybe. different. That could sustain something like this. May, or maybe that's just something they've uh, tested on before and it's convenient. I don't know exactly. I'm in the same boat. Why wouldn't they go? You know, like spare our pig. ancestors first. Wow. Yeah. We've got a spare pig. Let's just try that. Yeah, I know. Let's go for it. Maybe we can grow some uh, <laughs> human organs inside of this thing. I mean, yeah. it could have been used for a nice family dinner, but <laughs> organs. You know, each his own. We got to grow the organs somewhere. True. It's. I mean, it's definitely good to hear that this is uh, the monkeys that be, have been a bit more effective or long lasting than the uh, other two animals, but like, you know, I, I if this is a real, uh, not real thing, but um, if this thing goes further and can develop more, like if we can grow organs to help people, I think this is a really good start. No, I and I give like the long back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I think this is. I don't know. I think this is awesome for people, like you said, like with that we've been struggling and we have people on like these long transplant lists and everything to get organs and stuff. And some people never get that opportunity to get it. And so if we have monkeys that are kind of the same anatomy and work with this embryo thing, like, sure, I'm here for it. I don't see anything against it. No, of course not. But would that make you part monkey? Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking. Like, is this like, are if you, you have, like, the, the liver of, like, a, a monkey just chilling. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it depends on which organ you get that determines <laughs> if you're a part Wait. monkey. Wait, but did you did you guys uh see, like, the TikToks that first started coming out, like, about, like, vaccines, and then they were like, oh, I have these side effects, and it's like, oh, I'm going to randomly start singing Dolly Parton songs, because it was like that. I feel like it's going to be the same thing. It's like, I'll start randomly just doing, making monkey noises, or just start acting like a monkey. And, like, <laughs> you suddenly become, like, addicted to bananas. <laughs> oh, these are so good. Just Why out of nowhere. Just start, like, crawling on the floor like You're a, like, a you monkey. Know? Like, go for a banana. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. And they keep on doing that and doing that and doing that until just your skin turns yellow from too many bananas. Yeah. Not sure that's how that works. I think it but is. But then again, I've never There's eaten a banana in like out, the Kyle. last 15 years. So There's only one way to find out, Kyle. I, I'm not going to be the one to eat bananas. I do not like bananas at all. What? I don't know. Get you a monkey organ in you and who knows how you feel. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, no bananas, peanut butter, jelly. Oh, whoa, don't whoa, even whoa, start whoa, this whoa. peanut butter story again. <laughs> I will, I will lose it. If anybody knows and is tuned into the buzz on any of the other days of the week, which you know there is that opportunity. If you're interested, we have uh, our shows on Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify, and Apple Podcasts now. But Kyle on the Monday Buzz told the world he hates peanut butter. What's wrong with you? It's he hates- I'm, I'm an agent of chaos. 
Literally. I bring it up any chance I get because it gets people so flustered. Well, what's worse about the situation is it was also Lewis also hosting too that day, and Lewis also hates peanut butter. What? That's bizarre. I, I don't know. I, I could eat that just straight. I have eaten that just straight. I, I cannot. I can't stand the taste or the smell of it. I'm lucky I can even look at it. it That's it, how I feel about pickles. Come on. No, 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 no. Okay, We're wait not a minute. getting on this pickle story again. No, no, no. It's pickles and peanut butter here at the Morning Buzz, <laughs> apparently. I love pickles and peanut butter. Me too. Like, and yeah. I did share in our, our uh, at the radio station, we have a little Discord where we chat uh, about like things having to do with the radio station. And uh, I found this uh, TikTok and it was of this uh, restaurant or whatever serving, it was, I believe, a corn dog with pickle in it and then peanut butter. You dip it in or you drizzle yeah. it on. That's too much for me. Yeah. But... <laughs> now I'm off. For trying new things and wacky food combinations. Even the pickle and corn dog, I don't think I could do. I think I could do that one. I can't do the peanut butter then mixed in. That's too much. The peanut, peanut butter, butter mixed in. sandwiches are fantastic. You're gross then. That's, that's gross. Wait, now I kind of want to try that. It's, it's fantastic. I haven't had one in like a few years, but I, I did a whole presentation about it in high school. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, um, uh, Daji, you said you, you didn't like pickles, right? No, and unfortunately, I was one of those ignorant people. Like, I think I learned that cucumbers and pickles. Are yeah, I was best gonna say, friends. do you like cucumbers? <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan. They're like all right, like in a salad, fine with the snake on the side, you know. But, <laughs> but that's the side no. of snake, please. Hold <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Forget it. Have the snake hold the cucumber. <laughs> the snake is the cucumber. Yes. Um, but at no, the same time, no. Honestly, I was the opposite for many years. I actually loved pickles, but hated cucumbers. And everyone was like, it's the same thing. And I'm like, well, I don't feel the same way. So, like, I don't know what to tell you. My grandfather actually made his own pickles uh, once. I think he still does it. He just hasn't given any to me in a while. Um, going to have to talk to him about that. But they were really <laughs> good. Wait, how did we get to this pickle and peanut butter? Oh, because we were talking about bananas. I don't yes. even... <laughs> Sorry. Wow, the degrees of separation. A yeah, what a, what a, a, a wild transition into that. And we're going back to that wild thing. But, you know, we're going to keep it wild. We're going to talk about some chimps in uh, the Czech Republic next up. Uh, this is, of course, courtesy of Yahoo News. So it's another wild story. We have a lot of animal stories today. So, you know, as we've uh, been, what, this is like a year and a month into the pandemic or so, uh, we know Zoom pretty well, as we are all chatting on Zoom right now. And oh, it's wow. part of our everyday schedules now. So uh, to make up for lack of interactions with visitors, this zoo decided it'd be a cool idea to have uh, chimpanzees at two zoos now Zoom with each other. Uh, there are no mutant button <laughs> disasters as the sound is off, but there have already been plenty of interest in what distant cousins are up to since the project got underway last week. Uh, and that's all I have to say about that. What, what do you guys think? <laughs> I don't know. How the network connectivity issues? 
<laughs> they're good. They're good. Okay. No, no uh. disasters with that. But basically, it's set up like, let me, I'm going to, I'll share my screen so you all can see. Uh, so it's basically set up. Uh, let me get into full screen mode. So for anybody that's watching on Facebook or listening on airwaves, there is a giant like projection screen basically set up and the chimps are just like watching it while they're playing around on their little <laughs> like exhibit. They get to just interact with others. So what do we think about this? So what's on the screen? It's other chimps from another zoo. Oh, wow. Something more entertaining. Oh, wait. So, <laughs> hold up. It's a Zoom call between two groups of chimps? Yes. Wow. That's and interesting. That's them... more interaction than I get in my classes. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. Give them, like, monster trucks. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't like, know. I feel I... like... Do animals even, like, care about what goes on on screens? Like, I mean, you know, like, I show my dog pictures of herself, and she doesn't care. She's well, monkeys like, what are, are these? Like, really intelligent. Yeah, I was gonna say you have to remember we were just talking about this. Monkeys are like close to us; like they are more, they're smarter than you think. Uh, like in a lot, they're of one of the smartest animals. Monkey, okay. up there with dolphins, I think. Yes, dolphins are really smart as well, and I think this is cool because they they basically said, like I said earlier, it's it's because of the lack of interaction they've been receiving with mm. humans. They're like, you know this would be a cool way to see how they interact. And I think it's kind of a cool experiment, I guess, to see how they interact. You guys were talking about with the screen and everything. Like, do they want to try to like get to the screen at all? Like, do they want right. to like, try to like break through to like, you know, Oh yeah. I yeah, think it's them? a window. Yeah. Well, what I think is going to happen is there's going to be a long distance monkey relationship. <laughs> oh no. That's right. I and then I, I there's going to be like a, a love triangle between like <laughs> oh, yeah. two of the monkeys on one side. Yeah. And there's going to be a fight. That's what happens. It's going to be the, the female chimp. She's going to be at one zoo. And there's going to be like this big, like hulky monkey who's all into her. <laughs> her true love is the other one that's thousands yeah. of miles away in the other zoo. But uh, right there. It's a it's a mm. pandemic love story, of course. And they look at the they look at the screen and they just hold out their hands. Aww. You know, if that were a movie, I would actually watch it. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're... guys, we're gonna write yeah. a script now. We got it. Okay, got let's it. uh let's <laughs> like, get the rights. Let's play a session. We're gonna after the buzz, we're gonna just start writing the script yeah. for this. Send it to Netflix. Call them up. We got it. <laughs> I'm actually very interested to see like how this goes like experiment wise because it, it reminds me of that um i don't know if it's a actual experiment but that thing where like people will put mirrors in the forest to see how animals react to their own reflection i feel like it's very similar to something like that like do they get confused like thinking it's a mirror or do they know it's a camera like there's a lot unknown like Without the ability to speak, you we take for granted how much we don't know, at least to me, if that makes any mm -hmm. sense. Like, yeah, if the, if animals could speak, I feel like we would know a lot more about them than we do, because everything can really only be up to speculation at this point, And maybe brain science. Like I said, I'm not a scientist either. So, yeah, for sure. No, I, I agree. But. Well, as we are reaching 9.15, I think it's appropriate to move on to our next story that we have here. And this is a story from Kyle. 
Sorry, I yes. said Kyle had the story earlier, but Kyle has the story now. Yes, the flavor town, Kyle. The flavor <laughs> town. I saw this last night. I'm like, I immediately know I had to put it in. But the celebrity chef and uh, unofficial mayor of Flavor Town. I really couldn't find credentials. Maybe <laughs> his term limits are up. I don't know. But Guy Fieri has raised over twenty-five million dollars to aid restaurants in the wake of this pandemic. So working with the National Restaurant Association, Ferry was able to raise money for restaurant staffs through the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund. Ferry told CBS News, quote, you know, so many people work in the restaurant industry in multiple jobs, second job, single mom, single parent, students, retirees, and the restaurant industry is massively important to our communities. And so when I saw this coming, I said, and this is him quoting himself within the quote, we got to do something to get this money to these folks end quote for everything I just said. Currently, over 15,000 individual donations have been made to the fund, providing restaurant workers across the country, as well as Puerto Rico, Guam, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, with $500 grants, which 90% of them said they would be using to pay their rents, mortgages, and utilities. This is not the first act of kindness Fieri has done, though, as in the fall with the California wildfires, he traveled to affected areas and helped provide food to thousands of responders working to combat the fires. I love this, mm. and I love good news, and I also love that we now have two visitors on this call, um, former uh, Morning Buzz producer Ryan Trick, and also a good former host of the Morning Buzz, George Jamagochin, who's also in this call. Thank you two for joining us here on the Vinyl Fun 2021 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair edition of the Morning Buzz. Hello, both of you. Hi, what's happening? George Jamagochin. We Sorry, I got to pause the buzz for about 10 seconds here. George Jamagochin and I used to host the buzz together way back in the day it's been a minute there's a third guest we have a third oh guest God. also just entering this is like all perfect timing and we didn't plan this at all here on the morning no, we totally no, no no we planned everything <laughs> she's, she's so cool that carefully calculated our general manager annabella poland just stopped in the zoom chat as well hello annabella good morning Good morning, you guys. I was looking at my Fitbit before I just logged on, and it said that I slept two hours and fifty-one minutes. That's uh, like so, a, that's like a, that's good, a good night's sleep. Yeah. That's a good night's sleep yeah. for me. I don't know. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. About. Is that why you're uh, wearing sunglasses inside? Nice. <laughs> Not just to look cool. Uh, it's also it's also vinyl phone, so we just have to look like extra rock star. Yeah, yeah. gotta look cool. That's why I got my hat on backwards. Fine. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Hey, George. <laughs> Annabelle, what's happening? I love that this is like a reunion on the. <laughs> it is. It's like a reunion. Yeah, but uh, for uh, the three of you that are just tuning in, if you guys missed the story a little bit, Kyle was just telling us about how Guy Fieri's Restaurant Employee Relief Fund has raised almost $25 million for struggling workers during the pandemic. So some good news on this Saturday morning. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I remember uh, we did an interview earlier on in the pandemic and Annabelle, you can help me out with his name. Cause it's, it's the, the guy from chopped. Oh, um, um, chef Eric Levine. Yes. Chef Eric Levine. I remember in the interview, he was also raising or not raising money, but he was like donating um, food, food because food and stuff he, to his other, to like competitor restaurants Yeah, because he was like, look, we're all, you know, going through this pandemic together. We're all restaurants. Yeah. We might be competitors, but we're all struggling. 
you know, and uh, I just thought that was, I, I love restaurant workers, you know, ever since I was a kid, I'm friends with the manager at this restaurant down the street from me. And mm-hmm. she's awesome, you know, and it's, it's just awesome to see uh, even like an internet meme as he is, you know, mayor of Flavortown, oh, yeah. <laughs> Guy Fieri. You know, it's awesome to see him doing some more like uh, wholesome stuff rather yeah. than just like eating a mountain of cheese fries on TV. It's good to see <laughs> people is... using uh, their meme power for good. Exactly, exactly. Especially restaurant workers, I feel like during the pandemic, they're people that we kind of forget about that have also been working really hard, especially with the idea of you're coming into restaurants and they're exposing themselves constantly to people. So I think this is great that they're giving them the opportunity to uh, get some money um, during like this trying time. For sure. I didn't know that Guy Fieri, just going to sound bad, I didn't know he was like a good person. (laughs) (laughs) George's face doesn't all for anyone that's not watching Facebook each time. Genuinely, Kenny was like, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah, I thought he was one of the bad ones. more surprising to me than like the monkeys like on Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like yeah. do you have past experience that would lead you to believe that or no, make just that assumption? Today, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I feel like there was a period where people really like didn't like him. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was didn't like him or they didn't take him seriously, but well, well yeah, I think I, I think it's like reality TV too. Like, yeah, I guess to, so. Yeah. Exactly. People being on reality TV and like you know this. I always get asked, like, oh, my gosh, who was there anyone that was awful? And I was like, generally speaking, someone that was awful was from reality TV. They've Mm -hmm. entitled to the very fast fame and uh, not really trained sometimes to deal with the media. So, um, you know, I think that that aspect of it may have send those signals but he is a nice guy. We actually worked with him at SiriusXM so many times he used to have a restaurant in Times Square and um, oh yeah, he would go and do um, my friend Roland Campestro all the time and all of his chef friends would do the same. So nice dude. It's nice to see him using his fame and voice for something so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Those it, reality show families, like, like a certain K family, right, Annabella? <laughs> I, okay right right and you'll appreciate this i kicked myself out of my own studio last night oh no because <laughs> i was like the callers were kyle and kenny just yeah. to just to back up uh ben just to back up ben yeah a duration of country music i'm telling you check check ben's venmo history i think he was i think he was buying some calls in his favor <laughs> just throwing that one out there. And, and then and then he accused me i'm like hold up then he accused me of my kid calling to say good night as being a setup and i was like how dare you just going to Come sleep on. For anyone that doesn't know, last night, Annabella and our assistant sports director, Ben Petrick, did a rock and country show. Uh, no, no, it was a rock show. There was one country song. Who would, who would, be, uh, who would be the best <laughs> rock or country? Like, rock won by a long shot, but that was just yes. part of our w- WMSC anniversary show, which was all yesterday, and today is Divinalthon, so it's a jam-packed weekend of content so i know it's confusing people because they're like oh it was the anniversary was yesterday <laughs> actually today 
Uh, and we confuse people because we, be, we begin our celebrations so early so that we can fit all the hours. Uh, but uh, in 1967, it was April 17th, they did a 27 hour broadcast to launch the radio station. And I actually have the sort of a newsletter which made Kaya Masiak super happy. And I have a piece of the ribbon uh, from the ribbon cotton ceremony. So the day is today, you guys, and we're doing 54 hours, which is double what they did uh, at the time just to celebrate our 54th anniversary. But yeah, we were doing that and we call it the vinyl anniversary because it's the first time in my time at Montgrese that vinyl thon and the anniversary fall on the same sort of like few three days. <laughs> Usually they do not. So you go for like that at marathon and then you go for this marathon. I'm like, my goodness. I was like, I was so happy. And people were like, are you going to be able to make it because of COVID? I was like, the one year that it falls on the same day? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll be playing. So, but yeah, we were playing um, some rock classic tunes. And then uh, Ben kept my crate to keep playing with Leslie and Caitlin. Um, and they play a little bit more of pop, right? They started with Cindy Lauper uh, and had some I hope it was fun. girls just want to have fun <laughs> well of course because we went from us fighting on air to uh, about country and rock to yeah. the girls having fun so we, of course we did that so but it was fun it was just like good to have someone another pair of hands right because I, and, and i'm glad that amanda and ryan actually have uh you know each other in studio um you kind of have to be a little bit of a an octopus when you have like the two turntables so far away from each other and the, you know, you have to still uh, control the board. Yeah, so for sure. <laughs> we're, uh, Ryan trick shout out to him for actually helping during the buzz today. He's been, been in some records. We had some Led Zeppelin already. We had some black keys and we're going to spin some more soon uh, because of course it's vinyl thon. So we can't not play vinyl on vinyl thon. Of course, Annabella, if you uh, agree, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what? I was going to say, George, I, I look at you and I'm thinking Beatles. I do not have a Beatles. Um, my Wait. mom did. My mom did. And and I love the sound. Right. But like I never actually invested. I, it's not that I play vinyl in my house all the time, but I do have my little collection. But I never while crate digging found an album. By the way, I don't I don't think I ever paid full price for an album. So really? I find my. Yeah, I always go and find my albums in these stores in Kingston, New York, which are like used albums. And usually around this time, they have a number of crates right outside their um, building with like, they're like anywhere between $5 and $10. And so that's a steal, right? Because it's vinyl. And I just check it out and see what they got. And uh, sometimes I go to garage sales and people are selling them for a dollar. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> the vinyl today is 30 and plus uh, i don't think they, they they realize the value sometimes or they just don't have the space uh i was talking to a lot of my friends and i will must be nice to have space for vinyl <laughs> yeah i did okay. notice in the background that there's a beatles album on the turntable because i saw the apple logo there we go that's yeah what I there we are i of course need to do uh a shout out to george for joining us today so i thought what better way than play some beatles <laughs> am i right because I, I do have some Beatles records, uh, and one of them I brought in today. So let's see. Anybody that's watching, we got Abbey Road right oh, here. Perfect. Um, 
Beautiful. A classic record. So with that being the case, we are going to take a quick break here on the Morning Buzz here at 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Stay tuned if you're interested in more news and vinyl. That was Come Together by the Beatles. And what a segue because we have our next guest here with us today, Rob Quick, <laughs> the founder of Vinyl Thon and College Radio Days. Thank you for joining us here this morning on The Morning Buzz here at 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. How are you today, Rob? It's great to be here. What a great song, uh, Beatles classic, absolutely fantastic. And the sun is out today from what I can see. Uh, although it's a bit bright when you have that much sleep. Um, but it, happy Vinothon to you. Normally, I'll be there in person and I'll bring stuff like donuts and all sorts of goodies. I'm sorry that I don't have that. <laughs> it's all good. It's a pleasure just to have you on this Zoom call with us this morning to ring in Vinothon 2021 here at our station and around the globe and we also have our co-host kenny horn here today who's also the assistant morning buzz producer and annabella Pollen, our general manager at wmsc so thank you just uh just trying to be a rock star here rob you know what i mean yeah yeah you, go, you have text- to <laughs> i texted rob and i said i'm going to apologize for the dark circles that reach my knees this morning thank you um, but no, it's good. Rob, you slept well. You were you were staying up. You were listening to some stations. You- yeah. So I, I, I said, what happens is obviously we kicked off at midnight vinyl on the event. And because it's international, um, they were going obviously in the Philippines and in Europe, Sweden and Greece. And just to hear what they're doing is so cool uh, because um, obviously sometimes you can't understand the language. Right. That people are talking. But when they put on a vinyl record and it's like Elton John or Queen or something, like, yes, this is the one language I understand, the universal language of, of music. And you can tell that the um, the passion, right, of, of, of uh, when you put on a vinyl record and you drop the needle down, there's still something incredibly powerful about that. And the music is still so, somehow more meaningful or more valuable and experience because of that. So it's been really good. I've been listening to a lot of stations. Um, I did get a bed around about 3 a.m. and then I got up a few minutes ago, but uh, it's been already, it's been a fantastic day and people are well into it. Well, different from last year, right, Rob? Because last year people didn't have access to their stations. And so it was celebrated. Uh, you know, I was actually like looking for turntables that, you know, connect via USB because I was like, how, how would, we get the records play on air, but I saw some students who were doing that right from home, but it was very different and, and not as, uh, as many stations were joining just because the world was very, in a very different place then. Yeah. And we're still not, obviously we're still not back to normality, but I think last year we were in kind of a, a bit of shock actually, weren't we? And we, no one really kind of, a lot of stations didn't know what to do. We had a lot of stations drop out. And this year, there's a feeling of optimism right now that we can figure this out, that we, we kind of know how to do this. So, yeah. So even though we're still taking precautions, a lot of stations are still being very, very careful. Uh, there's a way of doing this. Vinyl th- Philippines called it last night, Vinylthon at home. So that all their DJs are at home doing the shows. And that's probably the safest way to do it, isn't it? So, yeah, I guess, the, you know the technology is catching up with us and, and, and it's doing, you know, all the things that we needed to do, including p- playing vinyl through a computer. 
I think uh, yeah. even though the technology is uh, catching up to us, I think there's, like you were saying, Rob, there's something still special about playing vinyl. Uh, and as our uh, one of our other people on this call today, George was saying like the static in the record, he was mentioning that in the chat, like hearing the <laughs> static in like the record, we were just playing the Beatles. Like that was so cool. Okay, okay. Where were all of you? Well, Kenny, where were you? You were actually on the on the phone. This is what Ben said about my records, right? It was Ben, Kyle, and Kenny all ganged up. And they're like, you know, Luke Combs is great. Uh, he sounded so smooth. unlike the bag of Doritos that you just stepped on when you put in Led Zeppelin. I forget. Excuse me? That was I my comment. A, I'm that highly was, offended. Okay. You, you know, I was like... <laughs> I, I was I was lost for words. I was like a bag of Doritos. I was like, hello. Uh, obviously, Ben's Luke Combs album is newer, and my mm -hmm. Master Metallica album doesn't have a side of that. But yeah, my my um, ACDC and um, the first two albums that I played were were loved and listened to a lot. Thank you very much. Uh, well, I was going to say, like, a lot of my, I have a lot of new records as well, but I do have a ton of, like, used records that I've picked up at record shops over the years and such. Mm. And uh, I think the funniest thing, actually, of me picking up a record once was I found a Hotel California. So if anybody that doesn't know that that's on this call, I found it's the Eagles. And I put it on my turntable. And I was very upset to hear that most of the beginning of Hotel California is scratched completely oh. so like it only comes in in the guitar solo and i was like well at least we got the guitar solo but that's almost the beauty of that like you could actually like wear out a record it could scratch it and i think that's we don't have that i mean i guess it's a cool thing that we have this technology where that won't happen but oh, like there's something beauty about like you know finding the songs for the first time you had to buy the whole album you couldn't just buy one song or like download the one song you had to listen to the entire album and oh my kind gosh of, like <laughs> Remember those days, Rob, when we bought Hall albums, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. yeah, the physicality of it, I think, is, is it's genius. And you're right. Uh, you, you take your chances right, with the dollar bin, right? You know, when the, the, the dollar records and they're well used and the corners are like and the, and the circle, uh, the worn circle. And, and, and everything is like you look at the, the vinyl, you're like, well, for a dollar, is it worth having some format some 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 copy of this album even yeah. if it's really, like typically in the dollar bin you'll find elton john right some elton john albums that are well well or bgs and you just say you know for a dollar i'm going to just take my chances and sometimes you put it on and yeah it's, it's kind of unlistenable but at the same time you're like well for a dollar what the heck and also it just proves that someone this is a well-loved artifact and musical artifact it's like it's a manifestation of someone's like love that they played it again and again and again and again and you can't as far as i know you can't wear out an mp3 yeah. in the same way or stream um so yeah so kind of like the love is sort of imbued into it because you can tell it's been well listened to but it is annoying if you're genuinely trying to listen to the music yeah Kenny was annoyed. <laughs> and i feel like you could no find i actually loved it i i love the static guys I, I just like to make fun of people that was hilarious. But at the same time, I was going to say the when I go shopping in these um, used vinyl shop or in garage sales and I see vinyls, I do pull the vinyl out and I try to assess whether this is going to be listenable or not really. Um, and I there us so far so good. I think Toys in the Attic by uh, Aerosmith I bought for five dollars. 
and there's one song that I can't play but then the rest of the album is great right I think what's also cool about records and stuff is there's the cool artwork we were talking about earlier but also the way that records could also look so if anybody's watching on Facebook right now they might see Ryan just pulled out one of my records that's pink and we've yeah. another one earlier that was like bright blue uh, this was for the Pretty Woman <laughs> soundtrack uh, album, by the way. Um, but it's bright pink. And that's so cool because to me, like, you can't see, visually see anything when you get an album, like, on Spotify or something. You can't see the amazing artwork. You can't see, like, the beauty of the record. And I don't know. I think that's what's, like, awesome and cool about it as well. And like you said earlier, you could find some really interesting things if you just search through the bins. I pulled out, I found a $8 record of Woodstock it for eight dollars like the right. whole like yeah and i was gonna bring it today but a lot of it's live so it wouldn't be great for on-air content obviously see, that that's my i have a lot of live records mm -hmm. and there's a lot of cursing and i don't feel like taking my chances and trying to be on on top of the dumb button just waiting <laughs> and, just waiting. Mean, because just just we are so trained that just to hear it right and dump it it's not enough. We we go through a, a actually it's almost like a shock a body like a body shock of like we just heard in the studio and you just uh, no I don't need that kind of stress so no. I stay away from those two. Uh, What's your favorite album that you have? My favorite album. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the, the problem is that um, my album collection um, is never complete. It's always like the formula for having a perfect album collection is your current collection plus one. So mm -hmm. I'm always buying like new albums and stuff. Um, but even yesterday, I got two new vinyl albums. I got a Johnny Marr album uh, called The Comet. Uh, the guy was obviously half of the Smiths with Morrissey. Um, and then what I do is um, I, I do like um, there's a record store near me that there's a dollar bin right for a dollar. And then there's a box outside of the store on the street. And it's kind of like, if it's raining, you know, sometimes you get a little bit. And those are the records that are so bad, the guy won't even charge a dollar for. And I'm like, okay, okay, really free music. So I go in there and it's like really bad stuff. It's typically like in that bin, you would find like, you know, uh, musicals, uh, the sound of musical stuff or Rogers and Hammerstein and like, well, sort of totally used, knackered in copies that are like, for, you know, we've got mildew on and, and, and various stains and some of them are slightly sticky to the touch of things that you like, what the heck is that? But <laughs> once in a while you find like something that like, well, hang on, this album is in pretty good condition. Uh, there's no way this this album should be with these other albums because it's in really amazing condition. And I found some really great albums that way. I found some like um, uh, uh, I did find a, um, a, a, a Deacon Blue album and an album by a band called The Alarm, and they were kind of like definitely worth a, a dollar, but they 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 shouldn't have been in that that sad little box that was outside, uh, you know, being damaged by the elements, the wind, the rain. Um, but in terms of my favorite album, it probably would have to be um, Paul McCartney's Ram, It's Yellow. I'd say it's a limited edition, obviously gatefold, double M, and it's bright yellow to the vinyl. It's kind of like a, when you when you look at that, it kind of like, it's, like, yes. it's incredible. Well, you must, 
You must have a big collection because you have a librarian on the back over there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's my dream behind me, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the thing, the, the problem you have is that um, when you start to really get a vinyl collection, uh, two problems uh, you have. Number one, you have the storage for that. And then number two, if you ever have to move, you're really in trouble because like these things weigh a ton. They weigh a ton. So it's just taking over, vinyl's taking over my life. But at the same time, you genuinely can't beat that sort of thrill, um, that satisfying moment of when you get an album and you take it back home and you put it on the turntable. Um, yeah, so it, it's still, it's still I, I haven't lost that sense of excitement, you know? I love that. I really do. And I think that's probably what prompted you to do all this vinyl thon because it gets a new generation of people like us that like have been so like used to doing like streaming and things like that. And we get the chance to actually like spin a turntable, which is nuts because like I can't really ever say I've been able to do that in my time here at WMSC. This is the first time I've been able to do that. So it's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what we found is it's what we found on uh, for a lot of stations that participate the djs the students it's a very unusually hands-on experience it's like oh my gosh this is like very precise work dropping that needle down exactly and i and i had one student who said well i get around that i just play the first song on side a of every album and then i'm perfectly fine every time but it was always <laughs> you know the degree of precision to drop the needle down on the gap for, to get that particular track that was halfway through the side but yeah, the, the hands-on experience is, yeah. is really kind of novel, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I, I, was, I was gonna say that uh, yesterday we have uh, uh, a DJ and they shall not be named, uh, who was completely and utterly confused when uh, they came in to just see the studio and then they saw these turntables. And the, the, I don't know what they thought or how they thought the vinyls were shifting themselves into place, but they were like it was one of their first times coming back into studio right and they look at all of this equipment and i explain and they look terrified and they're like okay um yeah i i don't i i, I don't know if i can do this but then i had been with me last night he had never done a show like this and he loved it he loved it so much that he was supposed to go to sleep right after our show ended at uh you know, at midnight, and he stayed till 4.37 in the morning with all of us, right? Because he was very happy spinning vinyl. It's a good experience. It's very wow. nice. And I like your uh, Beatles gold album behind you, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. George. Gold Slim as well. Yeah, of course, you have to have those. Those yeah, came in from, from last year, and I was not in the office, so I just stuck them there so I wouldn't lose them. <laughs> Like you decided that you were going to do the College Radio Day documentary on vinyl. And like, right. that's also a lot of work because it doesn't fit like the 58, 59 minute, right? Like timetable. It's a lot shorter. Can you talk about the process of getting the College Radio Day 10 year documentary, 10 years of College Radio Day on vinyl? Yeah. So first of all, um, normally, did you know that most vinyl records is 22 minutes per side? typically 20 because anything longer than that uh, is going to the quality of, of whatever's recorded pressed on there is going to be it's just to degrade so most albums are, are 40 minutes maximum so you're only going to get 20 minutes per side so we knew we couldn't put the whole album on there but 
they said if you had spoken word, you could maybe get 22 minutes per side. So that immediately got to 44. So it's 22 per side, 44 minutes total. So it was then editing down that for that time. Okay. So that was one, one process. Now, the other thing is this, is that uh, these vinyls so popular now, the vinyl plants that, that produce the albums, the records, have such a backlog of jobs that it takes months to get anything produced. So in order to get this album done, uh, we had to have everything done, I think, four, four and a half months before the release date. Um, and then I found out the company uh, that did it, they were based, I think, in Prague, right, in Europe. So I remember, you know, we did the masters, we did the mastering, did everything, and I got these texts. And then I signed up for text updates on my phone or, or email or whatever it was. And it said, um, your shipment has left Prague. And then it said, your shipment has arrived in Luxembourg. And I was going to say, it's in Luxembourg. And now it's in Germany. And now it's uh, arrived in, um, uh, you know, what was it the port of uh, New York? And it was just amazing to hear. Just, and eventually arrived, this huge, this crate of these albums, which, which weighed, weighed a ton, eventually arrived. And they've been like halfway around the world. And I opened it up and I just thought to myself, you know, that's, you know, the physical aspect of this has meant that this massive palette, this huge crate of albums have been physically shipped in all these countries around the world. And if it was just an MP3, I could have just attached it, an email and hit click and send. But I opened right. it up and we put it down and it was absolutely, it, it totally exceeded all expectations. And I know um, Annabella, you're on there and obviously WMAC is mentioned because you guys have been so pivotal in College Radio Day. But for me, it was such a, an amazing moment to have an album, a vinyl album that we had created. Yeah, no, I mean, it's awesome. And it, it has this uh, sort of smoky gray, cloudy gray, uh, color and uh, and I think your intention and if can we say what your intention is for next vinyl son? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So we we, we want to do it again in some format. We want to we got to, I think what we've got to do is we've got to and we're hoping that things are back to normal much more so next year, right? They have to be. Um, but we would like to vinylthon to 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 do an album as well. I mean, it take, makes perfect sense, right? total sense that for Vinylthon we actually put together an album whether it's music or the um, special programming that we do because you guys this year were phenomenal with our one hour Vinylthon radio special the interviews that you got with Richie Cotson and Miles Kennedy and Andrew Ferris you guys kind of like really delivered for everyone uh, that one of the weirdest things last night was um, I was listening was it was it Greece or Sweden and I was listening to them and they were playing the, the Vinylthon radio special with your interviews in. So that's the weird thing about this in, in a cool way that um, when you contribute, when you're, on, when you're in this Vinylthon radio special, it gets played a lot of places. So your voices are heard sort of around the world. It's awesome. Yeah, that's, just, that's super fun. We were listening uh, on College Radio Day to the 24 hour marathon that is done and distributed by Life 365. And it was just fun to hear, like they would be all speaking, like you said, in different language. And then right. all of a you would hear like Leno Kelly or your voice or um, Zeb Navarro's voice. And you would hear like WMSC da, 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 and you're like, oh, my goodness, we are like in Philippines <laughs> and it's exciting. So, so I think we're going to do that. I think that's one of the things that we're going to do because we had so many people ask um, about, well, are you guys going to do like a 24 hour thing? 
like you do for Code Radio Day. And it now makes sense to do that, to do like the vinyl thong. thong. Right, as, as it and, moves. Yeah. Right. And, and so I think we're going to do that. I think next year that also is part of the plan that we're actually going to do that. So um, the, it's just so exciting. It's just, you know, and again, I know that it's been tough because everyone's been at home and uh, not a lot of people have been able to go into the studio as normal. But uh, hopefully by next year, we should be in a much better place. Uh, from your mouth to God's ears, <laughs> this it's this two week. Aren't we on the two week mark right now, or are we coming up on the two weeks when, like, you know, we flatten the curve and life will be back to normal? <laughs> I, I, you know, well, I said, bloody hope so. I can <laughs> <Right>. say <laughs> it's been a long two weeks. It's been the longest two weeks of my life, then. I mean, <laughs> I think it's been all the longest two weeks of but everyone's life. <laughs> what I really miss, what I really miss. Coming to see you guys, and then afterward we will go visit the Red Hawk Diner. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, the whole thing: bacon, eggs, hash browns. I mean, those kind of things. Right, like just coming together for College Radio Day or Vitalthon, and then getting some food. On. And then hanging with the um, uh, Keith, the Keith Strudler. Uh, That's right. Music and stuff, and you know, you got some pretty hip people working in Montclair State. I've got to tell you. You know, we, we wear sunglasses in the morning on Saturday. <laughs> yes. Too bad it's not night anymore. I could have made the joke that said, I wear my sunglasses at night. Get some Corey Hart in here. And then that would have been a great song to add. But too bad it's not night anymore. And it is the morning buzz. Ha ha. That was a really bad segue. <laughs> but thank you, Rob, for uh, joining us this morning here on uh, Vinylthon 2021 on the morning buzz. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate all you do for Vinylthon and College Radio Day as well. So thank you. Well, thank you. And congratulations. 54 years. Uh, I know it's your vinylversary. That 54 year uh, is amazing. And 54 hour uh, broadcast is amazing, but slightly crazy. But uh, I still salute you for doing that. And um, I hope at the end you can catch up on all that sleep. Thank you. So we hope so. We're going right from here to focus racial justice. So there's never, we'll sleep when we, when we go to better places. Thanks, Cheers, Rob. Everyone. Thanks, Thanks Rob. Cheers. Hi, Rob. And so to, we want to thank Rob for coming by once again, but to wrap up the show, we got one last story and uh, there, I think one of our hosts, Kyle, might want to share it. I guess so. I guess this one falls on me. Oh, I thought it was your story. <laughs> uh, not entirely. I just found the link for it. Daji, uh, then? I think yeah, it was Daji. Daji is the one who recommended it. Well, either one of you guys could introduce the story because I think it's a great music-oriented story. And it kind of goes along with a story that was talked about on The Buzz a few weeks ago on the Tuesday edition of The Morning Buzz where a person swallowed an AirPod uh, and... This time, it's a puppy. Daji, you want to talk about it? Yeah. So, a puppy swallowed um, their owner's AirPods. And apparently, um, this happened during Easter weekend. The puppy just, like, the owner happened to drop her AirPods and the puppy just ate the whole thing. Um unfortunately they had to go to the er like immediately and after the surgery they took out the airpods and apparently the airpods still work so that in itself is 
pretty bizarre and a miracle. <laughs> and well, the puppy's doing fine now. But yeah. They were in the case. They were, but then it's, they were in the body. Like, think about it. Like, it goes through all of your organs and everything, and yeah. it's still working. That's and the way cool. the article described it was there wasn't a bite mark or a scratch on it. The dog ate the thing whole. Yeah. Wow. I mean, how big so is that? metal. The... Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> how big is that? Like, the, oops, yeah. the trachea. Yeah. Like... Some... I don't know. The, the dog was a the dog was a golden retriever. Uh, okay. I was, I, I was yeah, it was pretty Mama. old. That'd be funny. And what? I mean, I, at least this dog one makes a little more sense because a dog just sees an item and they're like, "Cool, I'm gonna like chew on it. I'm gonna eat it, whatever." But like, yeah. when we we were doing a human one a few weeks ago on the buzz, and the person had it in their ear and they fell asleep and they swallowed it while they were sleeping. Oh right? no. No, 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 no. Were they sleeping on their side? Or we like... don't know. We had a whole debate about it because you we were trying to figure out like how does even like yeah like look that way if you're fall if you're falling asleep it just would fall out of your ear how would it go to your mouth like that makes no sense and you swallow it whole by De accident. depends on how much depends on how much you turn in your sleep I I'm never doing that again <laughs> or if they're vacuuming in their dream or something with their mouths <laughs> that could also be it. <laughs> <laughs> So at least but, in this way, the dog one makes more sense to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were like, it's a toy. No big deal. The human. I mean, again, like, do you ever eat a piece of bread that is just slightly too big as it goes through your passages mm -hmm. right and it hurts? Like, yeah. Yeah. Swallow yeah, an yeah, like, and, not, and not choke. <laughs> I have a tendency to choke just drinking water. It's a problem. <laughs> as he drinks water. Yeah. It's a dangerous Don't game. Every I sip is just a, 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 a gamble, a dice roll. <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness. goodness. I guess that case is really good, isn't it? I, I mean, but, like, I hope that, like, they took advantage of, like, the the earbud being in the body and just, like, spinning some awesome tunes. And, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that, that was at the, the front of the inside. I wonder if the owner saw this whole thing happen or if they had to play any sounds to find out the <laughs> according Wait, to the article could you imagine if you like you're like where are my ear pods and you try to like connect to them and you start playing some music and you just hear it coming out of the dog like... <laughs> oh, luckily it happened all like instantaneously like the article says the owner saw it happen well she didn't see the actual like I was eating say if she saw the... it happen, like stab her. Yeah, maybe do something. <laughs> well, she the the problem is the dog ate it whole, like just what swoop, it's gone. But she acted like she immediately noticed that the dog ate them and immediately took her to the vet, which was really good. And that's why and the dog looked at her. The dog's name is Jimmy, so he looked at her like with a face like oh this Did is I not a treat here's, here's the first problem the dog's named jimmy who names it jimmy? yeah i don't like that <laughs> i don't uh, think that i don't think we should be getting caught up on the semantics of pet names i mean it's it's jimmy why why wouldn't know. you name a dog jimmy i i think i think the the best perspective that we can put on this uh story though is i mean like come on portable bluetooth speaker 
Yeah. You go, you go, <laughs> on for one. go for a walk, turn the volume up enough. Every time your dog barks, it's like... It'll follow you around. Music comes out. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. That'd be so nice. Yeah. Speaker with legs. Best, but, best part of the story. But that is it here on the Morning Buzz, our two-hour special for Vinylthon 2021. Obviously, we have more content for Vinylthon 2021 coming throughout the rest of the day. So if you're interested, check out our social media pages to see what the schedule is for the rest of the day. But here at 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey, we must say goodbye from the Morning Buzz. And right now, uh, Ryan Trick, who's in studio. Ryan, do you want to introduce the song we're going to play out on? Absolutely. This is off of uh, probably one of my favorite records, Frank Turner record, Love Iron Song. Here is Photosynthesis. <laughs> 